Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at nortonsimon.org. Support for Alaist comes from Visual Communications, presenting VC Film Fest, celebrating 40 years of Asian and Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander filmmaking, with over 200 films May 1st through 10th. Info at festival.vcmedia.org. Alaist Studios. Definitely, I should have put my top down on my car. Did you know this existed up here? I did not know this community was up here. A friend of mine said, oh, have you heard of Montecito Heights? We followed him in his car and we came up that hill. And I thought, where the heck are we? It's so pretty up here. The sun's finally out after being inside for weeks. Feels like spring finally. The view is always number one. For me, it's what sold us. It is nice and peaceful here. A lot of artists here on this hill. It is like a nice family. The quiet, the fact that we're in the city of Los Angeles, we're only a couple of miles from downtown LA. For me, this is remarkable. This is How to LA. I'm Brian De Los Santos. Today, I'm with producer Megan Botel. Like, I love it here. <laughs> I want to move there. Let's yeah, go knock that, on their door and be like, like, what is that? Back with another neighborhood spotlight. I, I would be here till I'm dying. You know, most people here, they live till 96 years old. Some be buried in, in the backyard. We're in Montecito Heights. <laughs> I get scared of ghosts. No, there's no ghosts here, as far as I've seen. And if you have no idea where this hilltop community actually is, don't feel bad because, full disclosure, I'm a lifelong Angelino. Meg is a Bay Area girly who's lived here for a while now, and neither of us really knew about it until we came here to check it out today. And now there's all young executive couples that are in the film industry or music industry, and they all have babies, so it is very fertile hill. The hill, as locals refer to it, is nestled right between the L.A. River and Arroyo Seco Parkway in Northeast L.A., pretty close to Highland Park. You know, and the people are nice. Like, everybody says hi. But at the same time, it kind of feels like it's sort of not close to anything. You you can work here with your garage open. It, It is peaceful. And this is Hans Maas. Actually, Johannes Wibertus Paulus Maas. He's an 81-year-old fashion designer. I was born in 1942 in the Netherlands during the Second World War. We're in his beautiful home, which is one of the newer ones in the area that's known for their 100-year-old architecture. It was built in 91, and we bought it in 96 from an uh, architect, Ains, that has a lot of uh, houses built in Silver Lake. And specifically, we're in his garage turned fashion studio. This is so cool. My little hideaway. I love the cobalt color. Yeah. It's not on the market yet. Oh, darn. Yeah. (laughs) 
It will be soon. He's got old film photos from the 60s onward of all the Hollywood folks he's designed clothing for throughout the years. I did the outfits for Pharrell. Pharrell Williams? Yeah. So Famous that, musicians, that models, actors, artists. It was in the 90s for an opening for a nightclub in Beverly Hills. Is that you? Yeah, that's me in the middle. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> he also designs costumes for film, TV, and other high-profile Hollywood events. I do for the Oscars, and it keeps on going. And you did something for Taylor Swift, I see? Oh, yeah, yeah. I did the whole tour. And outside his job as a fashion designer to the stars, Hans has another important side hustle. People call you the unofficial mayor of Montecito Heights. Oh, yeah, that, that is because when I moved here, every time there was problems in the neighborhood, they would come to me and I would get them solved, <laughs> you know, for some reason or the other. Some years ago, a guy was selling cars on the street. He had like a uh, donate your car for charity. You know, it was baloney. It was registered in Florida. So he started parking all the donated cars here. And I said, no, 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 no that ain't going to work, man. You know, so that is basically, you know, when there's problems and stuff, we solve them. <laughs> when you moved to L.A., did you move directly to Montecito Heights here? No, no. First, we were on Hillside and Hollywood Boulevard for six years, and then we found this place. My wife saw an, a picture in one of those little magazines, and it reminded her of the house we had in Vancouver. She said, okay, this is really peaceful here. You can't find it any better. Yeah. To go to the airport, 20 minutes to the beach, you know, Hollywood, 15 minutes, you know, so you're close to everywhere. And a lot of artists here on this hill. You know, so it is like a nice family. So Hans takes good care of the community. One filled with artists, painters, folks looking for some space to be creative just like him. And speaking of peace and quiet. So I think we have to use the Stairmaster today because this is a workout. Montecito Heights is also known for the 282-acre expanse of hiking and walking trails. You just have to, like, roll me down the hill, that's it. <laughs> this is Deb's Park. The park was acquired by the city in 1949. It was later named after Ernest E. Debs, a former Los Angeles County supervisor and councilman. Ah. Yes! We made it! Like all neighborhoods in our city, Montecito Heights has a colorful history and has gone through many phases. The land originally belonged to the Tonga and other Native American tribes before Spanish settlers overtook the area in the late 18th century. The land was transformed into an upper-class hilltop suburb in the early 1900s. But as other Eastside neighborhoods continued to develop, Montecito Heights remained pretty sparsely populated due to its hilly nature. Until the advent of cantilever homes in the 1950s. Those homes built on stilts, which brought in a lot more development on the steep hillside. For years, Montecito Heights has remained this sort of old-school, off-the-beaten-path, almost unknown community with an eclectic mix of new and old residents looking for that hometown feel. 
the area became a haven for artists and industry folks who are looking for a little space from the hectic Hollywood scene and people who just wanted to own property in LA. You know, before it got really expensive here too. And find their quiet. Oh, wow. There's Baldy here. Oh, this is going and on you Instagram. Even see it today. Okay. Oh, and the snow. Yeah. And besides the charm, the green space, the neighborhood y feel, the town has these really cute panoramic views of downtown and the surrounding hills. And now what is so cool about right now is the hills are green. You can see all the grass is green. The view is always number one. It's what sold us. This is Deborah Dysart. And right now you're on top of the hill on Montecito Heights in Los Angeles at my home. Sorry for the dogs barking. My husband and I both retired a few years back, and then we decided that we would do dog sitting. So today we have four dogs here on the premises. Tell me how you landed here. My husband and I were renting a house on the west side in the Mar Vista area, and this was about 2003. We decided to buy a home. And of course, everything was way overpriced on the west side. It still is. So we got up here and we parked our car and then we looked and we could see the foothills in the back here. And we just fell in love with the location. The fact that it's quiet, I mean, you hear very little traffic, even freeway traffic. We're kind of on the other side of the hill. The 110 freeway is down on the other side of the hill, and you saw that when you drove up Montecito Drive. But it's the quiet, you know, hearing the birds and the wind. We do have a lot of wildlife here. We have lots of coyotes and red-shouldered hawks, and every once in a while we see a great blue heron. It's an old community. Homes are, for the most part, pretty old up here. Ours is 100 years old. It was built in 1924. I was a fundraiser in the arts, and I worked at LACMA, and I worked at another nonprofit that was close to LACMA. I would commute from here, and it was such a relief to come here at the end of the day to this quiet place. And I guess that's what, what I love most about this place. It's a very diverse community. We have some people that have lived here their whole lives, actually. Often I see young couples just, you know, wheeling a baby in a stroller. During the pandemic, even though cars weren't coming by, the neighborhood got really crowded with people walking up here. So that says a lot to me about the feel of this place. After hanging out with Hans and Deborah, I think we're definitely down to go back. Maybe grab some cocktails on the patio with a view of downtown? Meg, I think we need to tell Hans. <laughs> yeah, Hans does have a great house for a little, a little cocktail moment, surrounded by all his art and fashion designs. But just driving up to this area, it was kind of like, where are we going? And then you get up here and it's like, ah. So, I don't know. I might be a follower. I could see myself moving here one day. <laughs> and then we'll get cocktails at your house. Yes. I also got a note. 
we visited Montecito Heights because Deborah wrote to us about her neighborhood. We love hearing from you and what makes your piece of LA special. You can pitch your neighborhood to us by going to las.com slash howtola. Just scroll down to find our question, what LA neighborhood is special to you? And tell us your story. All right, y'all, that's all we got for you today. This episode of How to LA was produced by Megan Botel. I hope you got a taste of this eclectic, peaceful community way above the noise of Los Angeles. We'll be back tomorrow. You'll hear the first installment of my special three-part series about navigating DACA and advanced parole to visit Mexico for the first time in 30 years. Thanks for tuning in. See y'all. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.